If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. A heat advisory and the year's first spare the air alert have been issued for Sonoma County as of today with temperatures expected to edge up toward 100 degrees in some area. And I even read somewhere like 115 could be possible. Uh, But the advisory from the National Weather Service will be in effect from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. So get out your shorts. Get out your sundresses. Get out those portable fans. This is about to be real hot here in Sonoma County. I'm talking sizzling. The forecast highs for some of Sonoma County cities and towns include 94 degrees for Cloverdale and Petaluma, 95 for Runner Park, 96 for Sebastopol, 98 for Santa Rosa and Sonoma, and 100 for Healdsburg and Windsor. And along the coast, the coast is going to be packed this weekend because it's a high of 75 degrees as predicted for Bodega Bay and 83 for Jenner. So maybe something you can do, head to the coast, but just know a lot of other people are going to be there. Uh, Very true. I remember someone mentioning that when you said that you were going to take your girlfriend out to the coast. Uh, They were like, be careful, it's going to be packed this weekend. They were not wrong. (laughs) There's going to be waiting room. (laughs) (laughs) Well, pop star Britney Spears. She married fiancé Sam Ashgari yesterday. They married at home, uh, and her parents and sisters were not invited. Parents and sister were not invited to the wedding, which we probably knew this was going to happen. Uh, then her sons choose not to attend. So the focus could be on her. Uh, Sam, you know, apparently prepped for this wedding by doing a workout early in the morning, which <laughs> I would not do. But you know. <laughs> celebrities, right? Right. Uh, The wedding also got off to a very crazy start when Britney's ex-husband, Jason Alexander, tried to crash the wedding. Uh, Police detained him, arrested him, and now he's in custody. Wow. (laughs) So leave it to Britney um, in her life to, you know... Start off her third wedding very, very crazy. Uh, Drew Barrymore, Donatelle Versace, Madonna, Paris Hilton, Selena Gomez, they all made the guest list. And she walked down the aisle to Elvis Presley's Can't Help Falling in Love. That's sweet. I know there's a lot of craziness, but she's finally able to get married, and that's great. Uh, Carrie Underwood's new album, Denim and Rhinestones, is out today. The album has inspiration from a bunch of different genres, from rock, gospel, country, and everything in between. And here's Carrie Underwood talking about the album. I hope when fans listen to the album Denim and Rhinestones that they just feel happy. Over the past couple years, everybody's been a little bit cooped up um, and just need some fun in their lives. Carrie will keep the party going this fall when she heads out on the Denim and Rhinestones tour, kicks off in mid-October, and features direct support from Jimmy Allen, including a show in November at the Chase Center. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. What family member will or will not be invited to your wedding? Britney Spears married fiance Sam Ashgar yesterday. Congratulations, Britney. Woo! Uh, they got married yesterday at home. Uh, her parents and her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, were not invited to the wedding, uh, and her sons apparently chose not to attend, so all the focus would be on her, which I guess that's really sweet. I find it strange. Wouldn't you want but, your sons to be a part of the wedding? Because the wedding, I don't know if it gets much bigger than Britney Spears getting married. I don't think her sons would be that much of a distraction. 
Well, I I don't know what, you know, they decided or what the conversation was necessarily, but I think Brittany's just been through a lot uh, and, you know, just wanted a day where she could just be herself and have everything to herself, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I could see that. Uh, but, yeah, she did not invite her parents and Jamie Lynn to the wedding, which I think was probably the best move for everyone involved. Um, so, Tanner, is there a family member that you will not be inviting to your wedding? There are a lot. <laughs> uh, the complete, my dad's side of the family, none of them will be invited to my wedding because they always create a bad situation no matter where, when. Someone always gets arrested. Something always happens. <laughs> and so I want to avoid that drama at my wedding. So nobody from my dad's side of the family will be invited. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> what about you? Um, My creepy uncle, Mike. <laughs> He's my ex-uncle. That's what my Aunt Kathy likes to call him. My ex-uncle, Mike. Because, you know, they got a divorce. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, here's probably why. He used to, like, cat call me as a kid. What? He used to, like, whistle, like... And I don't know if he was kidding or what, but it used to creep me out. And he also used to, like, take his teeth out and scare (laughs) me with them. And I'm sorry. (laughs) People don't forget stuff like that. And that's why you're not invited to my wedding, Uncle Mike. You're saying, oh, I do. And your Uncle Mike has his teeth Teeth in the air. (laughs) He throws them at you when you're running down the aisle. He's not coming (laughs) because of the teeth. Yeah. I mean, use those things wisely, yeah. not to scare children. What a weird... Scaring the kids. What a weird guy. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we've got Alicia from Petaluma on the phone. Alicia, you said you didn't invite one of your husband's family members to your wedding. Who was it? His mother. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she's, a, she's not nice. She's... Okay. I met her once before, and she proceeded to tell me that I was not a good wife because... I had an outside job, or I didn't have an outside job, and I was staying home with the kids at the time, and she thought that I wasn't contributing and helping out her precious baby boy. So I haven't talked to her since then. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up, and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings, Froggy 92.9. Which TV show finale left you unsatisfied? So I just finished The Sopranos. I woke up this morning, got myself a gun. I'm so happy for you. It's been a long time. It's been at least five or six months since while. I started. <laughs> and I love this show. Honestly, one of my favorite shows of all time now. But the thing is is I watched the finale last night and I did not like the ending at all. no. And I looked it up online and apparently the Sopranos finale is one of the most hated finales in all of television history. When you started watching this, people were sending us messages. You were commenting on our Facebook page. They were telling you so sorry, but the ending's really bad. And honestly, a lot of people warned you, but I didn't believe them. I didn't believe them either. I was like, <laughs> if this show is so good, there's no way the finale can be bad. But I've been finding that with a lot of these huge shows that people love so much that everybody hates the finales of all of them. And I don't know if it's just because we have such high expectations of the show or if it's just hard to wrap up shows that are that legendary. Yeah, you know, and I, I think that what happens is they they kind of just start to go off the rails when they kind of lose momentum and you know how long was Sopranos how many seasons uh well it was only six seasons I mean that's still that's that's a lot of seasons but that's every like six epi- years every episode's basically a movie though 
So yeah. we, we have to consider okay. that. <laughs> yeah. All right. I totally understand. Amber, what TV finale left you really, really bummed? Definitely. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. Game of Thrones. One of the worst endings in TV history. And like I said, I mean, I, season seven, I could kind of tell things were going off the rails. And then season eight, I was like, this is this is bad. The send-offs of all the characters were terrible. I, I could go on. I can go on about this forever. Yeah. But it was absolutely horrific. On our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929, we're talking about the series finales that we didn't like the most. And here's what you said. Marley from Santa Rosa says, Dexter, before they revamped it for another season... 10 years later, revamp wasn't great either, but at least offered some closure. John from Runner Park said, most series are like that. Next time, have low expectations so you don't get your hopes up. (laughs) (laughs) And then a lot of people, uh, it looks like at least eight people agreed that The Sopranos was a bad TV show finale. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. What is your favorite local restaurant? So Tanner and I have access to all these like national surveys and stuff for this job. And uh, we saw this morning that a new survey posted by MASH magazine revealed that 65% of people prefer local restaurants rather than chains ones. Chains ones. Chain ones. Which is great, (laughs) but I'm surprised it's not more than that. Yeah. Okay. So it's like bordering 50-50, right? Uh, But luckily, there is a lot of great privately owned restaurants here in Sonoma County. And your money, when you're going to a local restaurant, not only goes to your local economy uh, here in Sonoma County and farmers and produce and things like that, but you're enhancing your dining experience because you're always trying something new. Maybe a big reason why it's 65% is because other places across the country don't have as great of restaurants as we do here in Sonoma County. Yeah, and there are a lot, there are food deserts and things like that that are a big problem. And, you know, we're just so lucky to live here in Sonoma County where that's not an issue. Yeah. Um, so, Tanner, I know that gas prices are high, but when you do go out to eat, where's a local restaurant that you like to go? You like to support? The food is great. What is it? I love going to brunch. That's my favorite thing on planet Earth. Mine is Max on 4th Street right there in downtown Santa Rosa. It just feels like home to me. It's it's really cool. It's not too fancy, anything like that. And the food's great. I'll eat those pancakes all day, every day. (laughs) (laughs) I've been there with you before. Yeah. Uh, We got brunch there one time after the show when your friend Alden was in town. Yeah. Like years ago. And I haven't been back. I should go back. It was delicious. You should. I go there at least once or twice a month. (laughs) Uh, You know, I really like Willie's wine bar in Santa Rosa a lot. I love that dining experience because there's a lot of like shareable plates. You've been with Cole and I before. Yeah. And it was a good time. It was a really good time. Um, And you know, there's a ton of places in downtown Santa Rosa that I like to go as well, but we wanted to hear from you. So we asked, what is your favorite local restaurant? Uh, Facebook.com slash froggy929. You gave us a lot of great responses. Like Jennifer from Ukiah said, the office at Maine and Mill of Ukiah. I've never been. I'm going to have to make a trip to Ukiah. What a name, by the way. (laughs) Dirk from Santa Rosa says, Home Run Pizza in Larkfield in Santa Rosa. And Jessica from Runner Park said, Henny Penny in Petaluma. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. 
wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So is this the right way to celebrate pride? That's the question that's going around the internet right now. It is Pride Month, but that question is mostly being directed towards Burger King. Because there are some Burger King locations, especially in Europe, more specifically Austria, they're selling a burger in honor of Pride Month. Great, right? Well, it's called the Pride Whopper, and it's unique because you can get it with two top or two bottom buns. Now, the intent, the intent is to show off equal buns for equal love and equal rights. But Burger King also said the buns are meant to put a smile on your face and to remind us to treat each other with respect and peace. You know, some people on social media were kind of amused by this, but others weren't. Uh, Burger King was accused of rainbow washing. That's the practice of showing surface support to the LGBTQIA plus community without offering, you know, significant conversation. Now, we'll say, OK, Burger King, you tried. You tried. And I'm, I'm personally not a member of the LGBTQIA plus community, but I am an ally. And I will say no one wants to eat a hamburger like this. This is terrible for sales. Two bottom buns, those, that's the worst part of the burger. The bottom bun, that's the worst part of a burger. Well, you're going to put two on there? It's just ridiculous. And, you know, I've I've never said, you know what, my burger is missing a rounded bottom bun so it can roll sideways and fall apart. I've never said that either. I've never said I wanted <laughs> two bottom buns or two. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I, you know, I, I see what they were trying to do, but this is kind of pandering a little bit a bit um also you know maybe make a value menu that consists of like two same burgers or two fries or two orders or nuggets or you know something like that would probably made a little more sense uh not something like this uh so a lot of people are saying this is not the right way to celebrate pride so what do you think is is this wrong of them to do did they try is it funny what are your thoughts on burger king's pride burger give us a call Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 6361-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to try to identify which one is real. She has guessed correctly 24 times in 2022. And I have fooled her 25 times. So today, wow. Amber has the opportunity to tie up the scoreboard. They've been pretty hard lately. Yeah. So I, I'm not feeling very confident, but I'm hopeful. Well, you got it right on Wednesday. So we're oh, going to see if a little winning streak can start. Let's go. Headline number one, man goes viral for playing guitar with toes. Headline number two, man fined for driving in reverse on the highway. And here is your final headline, Amber. Drunk driver hands cop beer. One of the headlines Mm. is real. The other two are fake. Amber, which headline do you think is real? These are all great. These are all hilarious headlines that are, that are all totally believable, but I'm going to go with the man fine for driving in reverse. That is oh. not the headline in a haystack. Completely made up. You want to take another stab at it for fun? 
Yes, the uh, drunk driver hands the cop a beer. That is absolutely the headline in a haystack. I should have gone to that one. (laughs) So you don't get the points, but you get a fun point in your in your life. (laughs) Here's the wow, Tanner. Thanks. I'm trying. Fun point in my life. (laughs) Uh, Earlier on the show, we said that optimism adds years to your life, and I'm just trying to be optimistic (laughs) for you. Uh, Here's the story: A man was pulled over in Texas for driving erratically. He couldn't concentrate on what the authorities were saying, so he asked them to hold the open beer that he had in his hand, and he was very quickly arrested. Classy. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So I said something that made my fiance a little upset. Uh oh. Uh, he came home one day, and I just want to point out my fiance's thin. He he is not a heavy person. Mm-hmm. Um, but he like stood in front of the mirror and poked his belly out like on purpose. And I said, you look like the pregnant man emoji right now. Stop that. (laughs) And he was like, what? And I was like, stop doing that. You're making yourself like it look like you have a dad bod. Yeah. And he was just like, why are you saying that? I was like, it's not an insult, but like you're poking your belly out on purpose. So am I not supposed to make a joke like about the belly of the poking into the Audi? Like, I don't know what's going on here. He's being a little too sensitive about it. Why did you do it if you didn't want me to make fun of it? And plus, dad bods are like totally in right now. That's what I said. I am on purpose. Okay, maybe not on purpose, (laughs) but I have a dad bod and I'm proud of it. Uh, so a dad bod is described as like you you kind of work out maybe a little bit, but you don't really like, you know, do like hit exercises or yeah. like, you know, well, like, <laughs> based know. on that definition, I have don't have a dad bod because <laughs> I don't work out at all. It's like you're not overweight, but you're not like working out is what, okay. is what people are like describing dad bods. You know, we, you know what I mean? If you're a fella and you have a dad bod, you got to be proud of your dad bod. <laughs> and even though, he, you know, Cole was poking out his stomach and even if he did have a dad bod. Just for the second. He, he, just for a second. He had a second dad bod. It's fine. And he really doesn't. I, but I was just like, even if you did, like, a lot of women find it attractive. It's the thing right now. Yeah. And I wish mom bods were more attractive, but... You it's know, really still, unfair that dad bods are so popular, but mom <laughs> bods aren't. I know. We've talked about this so much on the show, and I'm just going to be, like, an advocate for mom bods now. Like, I'm going to start wearing t-shirts, I guess. Yeah, I'll wear hats and t-shirts, too. <laughs> I, I'll be vocal about the cause. I love mom bods. <laughs> All right, we've got Maddie from Santa Rosa on the phone. Maddie, what do you think? Like, are you with me? You think dad bods are attractive? Yes, they are. And they are because it puts you into a reality. Yeah. The six packs isn't a reality. It's a thing that person has to work for. Yes, a lot of men do that. But the dad bod is a little more like, hey, that's a comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I have something actually squishy to lay on. <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, Barry is going to be calling Carly about the kiddie pool in her backyard. Let's mess with her and have some fun. Hello? Hi, is this Carly? Yeah. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I have received some information that you have a kiddie pool in your backyard. You're an attorney? 
I am an attorney, and I have heard that your pool is deeper than three feet. And in order to have a pool that deep, you're going to have to get a permit from Sonoma County. It's just a kiddie pool. I understand it's a kiddie pool, but the kiddie pool is a little bit too big, and it needs to be regulated. Why wouldn't they write me a letter? I mean, why are you calling me? I don't get it. So what we're going to have to do here is we're going to have to take away your kiddie pool tomorrow, and additionally, you're going to owe an $800 fine. Uh, no, I'm not. Well, you're going to have to pay. you're not coming anywhere near, near my home. I mean, you have to serve me if you want to. This is ridiculous. You, you can't do this. It's not the law. Well, it seems like you Where? know an awful lot about the law. Why didn't you know about the permit? What permit? I mean, there's other people with kiddie pools. Wait, what? Who do you represent? You've been Martindale. My name is Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. What? Why are you calling me? Who's set you up? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. What is something you wish you could do for the first time again? Country Summer is just in one week. And for a lot of people, it is their first time at a music festival. And I envy that because my first music festival was a reggae festival. Where? It was in Seattle at the time. And I went with some friends. Just They were like, hey, we're going to this festival. You want to come? And I got a free ticket and I went. It sounds like a lot of fun, though. It wasn't. For (laughs) me, at least. Because I don't exactly like reggae music. It's not exactly my thing. It's not that I hate it. Love it. It's just I wish my first experience would have been at a country music festival, one like Country Summer. Yeah, I get that. Um, So when's the next time you went to a festival? The next time wasn't until another year. It was called Sasquatch Music Festival. Okay, did going to that feel like the first time again? Like, did you get like to redo your experience? Was it better? It was a lot better. However, I felt like, you know, you get that rush going to your first music festival, the jumping excitement. from stage to stage and stuff like that. Yeah. And you never get to have that first experience back. So I like actually kind of wish my first music festival was Country Summer because when I first went to Country Summer, I was like, oh, this is how a music festival is supposed to be. Yeah, definitely. And I love Country Summer because... You know, you're not rushing from state to state, stage to stage. Everything's yeah. like pretty centralized and and it's fun. There's a different vibe at Country Summer, so I'm really excited for next weekend. I can't believe it's in seven days. Yeah. I'm so dang excited. Amber, what is something you wish you could do for the first time again? Go to New York City. I, I wish I could go for the first time again with my fiance, Cole. And, you know, we've been together our practically our whole lives, so a lot of our first experiences things have been together yeah and that's a place he's always wanted to go and I, I went without him I went to visit some friends while um, we were in college or out of college actually but you know I feel like if I got to go again with him it'd be a whole new experience yeah. we'd go see the Statue of Liberty and we'd be like wow we've both never seen it before that's special you know? <laughs> on our Amber and Tanner in the morning Facebook page here's what you said regarding wanting to have a first experience again Vince from Santa Rosa says, wake up without feeling tired. Julia from Clear Lake said, become a mom. Greatest and hardest thing I've ever done. Oh, let's give her a hand. Yeah. Good job, mom. Uh, Angie from Windsor says, first date with my husband. I love to see that first look of getting us all over again. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9.
received a bill from PG&E since March. So last night I was like readjusting my budget a little bit. I have some debt I want to pay down and I noticed that I hadn't received a PG&E bill <laughs> in months. Lucky. And this morning I I checked my account. Everything is fine. Like my payment is fine. My billing, my address, everything looks fine. And I asked you what I should do, Tanner. Because first instinct is to call them, but you said not to. Don't call them. <laughs> you got to keep riding this wave as long as you possibly can. And my main concern isn't like to pay this month's bill, but they're going to realize, oh, we messed up. So we got to charge you since March. And that's a tough situation to handle. I mean, <laughs> if it was me, selfishly, I'd ride that wave as long as I could. But I mean, I feel like they're going to find out eventually that they haven't been charging me. Or you mentioned maybe I overpaid at some point and I've just got like, or I had yeah. some credit on my bill, but I didn't see it. But tip, so you haven't received an invoice or anything? No. Okay. And I checked through my email because I, I was feeling like I should I, I should owe a PG&E bill around this time. Yeah. In that case, I would, I think I would call if I was you, honestly, because when I did get that credit, when I was overcharged, I at least received an invoice saying what I wasn't paying. So it was, okay, okay, okay. Uh, we did get a message from Cadence from Santa Rosa. She said, the only reason I, I would call is because I wouldn't want to end up paying like $2,000 in back pay. That that, yep, great point, Cadence from Santa Rosa. That, that is, and you know, I I'm this close to calling, but then you were like, "What if you got to pay all this?" Money? I was like, "Ah." Uh, uh. <laughs> um, but we did take a poll on Amber and Tanner in the morning, you know, asking, "Should I call? Should I just wait it out?" Seventy-four percent of people said yes. Call them right now, Amber. All right, let's call them on the show. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a good day with Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country, Froggy ninety-two point nine. Have you ever tried to do the right thing, but? Unfortunately, it backfired. So I was at a store, and I won't say the name of the store, and when I tell you the story, you'll probably figure out why. I found a $50 bill on the floor in the store, and I went to an employee, specifically as the cashier, said, hey, I found this $50 on the floor. Maybe someone's going to be looking for it. Handed it to the cashier. The cashier looked at me, winked, and then put it in their pocket. Uh oh. Not like their apron to maybe give it to somebody else, but they put it in their pant pocket. And the optimistic side of me is like, well, maybe they gave it to a manager, but the wink told me that no, they're just going to pocket that cash. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wasn't there. I, you know, wasn't able to read the situation. But to me, from what you're telling me, it does sound like they took the money. That's what I think, too. I don't want to accuse someone of taking money, but to me, it sounds like they did it. I mean, if people are going around taking money, I wish I would have taken... No, I'm just kidding. But I should have, in retrospect, just given it to, like, the... the the services stand. I'm trying my best not to say what <laughs> what the store was. Maybe. I, You know, I don't know. Situations like that are always hard. My grandma is so careful about leaving tips at restaurants because she heard once that other servers take 
other servers' tips. That's messed so up. So every time the waitress comes back, she's like, I want to, or sorry, server, she's like, I want to make sure you get this tip, honey. I want to make sure that you get it and not anyone else. And they're like, oh, okay. She stuffs it in their pocket. This is just for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it just was a weird moral dilemma that I had. Yeah. I feel like I should have just went to a manager or something and said that this happened, but I didn't. And I really regret it. Kept me up last night. <laughs> I think that you did the right thing. I mean, even though it did backfire, like you're saying, you know, you have that on your conscience that you did the right thing. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that everyone else is going to do the right thing because you do the right thing. But there's nothing you can do about that. You have no, you have no control over what other people do. You know, you just gave me the ability to sleep tonight because uh, seriously so welcome. like it has been driving me crazy the question is should i have said something to a manager when i witnessed this and here's what you said on our instagram story after i explained the situation uh 78 of sonoma county thinks you should have said something the only morning show in my life amber and tanner i listen all morning long froggy 92.9 and it's a great Every Friday we do Great Day to Be Alive Friday because, honestly, we really need to air out our grievances from the week so we can start fresh for the weekend. And we like to do that to the sweet sounds of Mr. Travis Tritt. And it's a great day to be alive. Tanner, you want to go ahead and get us started on this? I would love to. So I wore my cursed Warriors jersey on Wednesday, and I've convinced myself that the reason why the Warriors ever lose is because of this jersey. I tested the theory, and guess what? They lost. And it's a great day to be alive. We're burning the jersey. I'll never wear it again. We're having a ceremony, a <laughs> sacrificial ceremony. Uh, so as you might have heard, I haven't received a PG&E bill since March, and I just noticed. And it's a great scary because they could charge you for the months you didn't pay. Yeah, what's going to happen? Who knows? I wore my only pair of white sneakers, and guess what? I spilled coffee all over my only pair of white sneakers. And it's a great day to be alive. We call them uh, tennis shoes in the, in the South. Oh, do you? <laughs> I, it's so funny. I posted something the other day, and then I hear you say sneakers, and I'm like, I forget. That's what people call them. <laughs> Sorry about your white sneakers. Um, so I actually, speaking of Tanner, I accidentally called Tanner Tara earlier and I have no idea why. <laughs> and it's a great day to be alive. What's going on with people? I, another person called me Tony the other day. I don't know. I kind of wish your name was Tony. <laughs> I wish my name was Tara. <laughs> okay. Well, Amber and Tara in the morning. I like it. So I ate Taco Bell yesterday for the first time in a really long time and it made me sick. And it's a great Speaking of food that uh, makes you sick, Cole and I cooked a zucchini that was probably a little too old. It was definitely kind of like looking like a grandpa zucchini. We cooked it anyway, and now we're both paying for it. And it's a great day to be alive. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9.